Welcome back into another episode of Behind the Bench with Carter Eckel. We have hit the half century mark. This is episode 50. I am your host, Carter E. Joined as always by my producer, Jeff Mulvahill Jr. Before we get started today with all of our regional breakdown, a little bit of a tease for you because it's going to be a fun one. We would like to thank today's title sponsor. That is going to be Double J Auto NV. You can find them online at www.double jautoinv.com. Big shout out to them to sponsoring us basically through our first uh, 50 episodes here. And Jeff, are you ready for what's going to ensue this week? As far as uh, is it is it safe to deem this regional week? Is that is that fair in your in yeah, your eyes? That's my only problem with it. It's 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 one week and it's over. Yeah, everything's <laughs> happening this week. Yep, yep. Pack it all in because it's going to get busy real fast. Uh, we will touch a little bit on football. Obviously, uh, Carson fell in the first round to Bishop Minogue there, but we've also got plenty of results as far as, you know, of course, the Carson girls cross-country team won a regional title this past um, weekend over at Reed. And then, of course, we've got to talk about soccer, volleyball, <clears throat> and other playoff situations there. So... To get started, let's go to regional cross country, where, as I alluded to just a second ago, Carson High won its first regional title in, I believe, over a decade, if I'm not mistaken there. They didn't do... I, I want to say they didn't do anything well. That's not fair. I, the, nobody finished in the top five as far as an individual. However, this is what made this team great this year was... Their top six finishers were all six through 16. Therefore, based off the way the points are calculated, they finished with 48 points, whereas second place Bishop Minogue had 54, and third place Galena had 60. From talking to all the girls as well as Coach Jason Macy, they had been kind of tracking down Bishop Minogue and Galena this year. They hadn't yet beat them as a team. And to be able to do that at the regional meet, no less, uh, was pretty pretty stunning for them. And the entire team is freshmen and sophomores outside of one runner who's a junior. So they will all be back next year. They will all be running even faster. And, I mean, obviously they still have a state meet to compete in this year, which will be down in Boulder City. Um, so we will do our best to get coverage up online there from the state meet once that comes around at the end of this week. However, I will run through these uh, regional times really quickly here. Carson Highs, Vea Minor, and Hannah Budd were 6th and 7th. Had them finishing within a second of each other at 9.31 and 9.32. In 10th was Jenny Ponzak at 9.43. Then 14th, Madison Hager in 10.04. And 16th, Eleanor Romeo in 10.12.4. Carson High there, making sure I didn't miss any. Oh, 11th, Brianna Rodriguez Nunez at 940, excuse me, 2057. I'm reading there uh, halfway times. I apologize there. Uh, Vea Minor, Hannah Bud, 2004 to 2006. Two seconds there. Um, Ponzak, 2041. Rodriguez Nunez, 2057. Hager was at 21.16 and Romeo 21.30. Sorry, all these times are mashed together. It's kind of tough to read on the NIAA site. So a huge regional meet for Carson High Cross Country. That one, I always get text messages from people. They're like, are you there? And I was like, yes, I'm about, about to talk to the team right now. So, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty cool to see and um, a very unique 
unique circumstances from all the cross country meets I've covered uh, in my in my days at you know 28. It's been a long long career here. I, I'm rolling my eyes for uh, everybody who can't see what's what's going on right now. But uh, not a I guess standard. Uh, team finish, you know, in the sense of that nobody was in the top five, but outside of the top five, they were all right back, back to back to back to back to back. And uh, that's really cool to see, especially for a team that will return everybody next year and make another run at that. Obviously, they've got some aspirations for the state meet coming up this week, but we will get to that next week on the podcast. On the boys' side, of course, Douglas High's Jackson Davis was third in sixteen forty-seven, so he will get a chance to go down to the regional meet and run. Excuse me, the state meet and run there. Uh, Carson High's Sawyer Macy was fifth in seventeen thirteen. He will also qualify for the state meet as well as a team. Douglas made it. Um, finishing fourth, the top five teams in 5A go to the state meet. Douglas was fourth with 109 points. Spanish Springs won the regional title on the boys' side with 72. Carson just missed it. They were sixth with 118 points, finishing behind fifth place Reed at 113. So obviously a very small gap there. Pretty much, I mean, that's five places. So you can kind of pick and choose where uh you could make up those points, but um, ones that, you know, the Senators will look forward to trying to grab a couple next season as well. Uh, Alex Miner was also an individual qualifier along with Sean Thornton for Carson. So three Senator runners will be headed to the state meet. Obviously, Douglas as a team will be going, I believe, from talking to their runners is the first time they qualified as a team for the state meet since 2018. So a couple of, a couple of big, um, you know, markers for our cross country teams as far as um, setting some new standards for the program, and um, we will keep you updated there online www.nevadapeel.com and recordcourier.com for all of your coverage there. All right, Jeff, we go to soccer. And it was it was it came down to the last day as far as where seating was going and who was going to play where and the tiebreaker. We've discussed this the tiebreaker. We're still uh, figuring out. <laughs> the good thing is that the tiebreaker still came up with the same result, but the reason that they put on the form doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I was but reading it through it. Worked I, out the same, so I. Uh, I guess I need to do a better job of reading through that one. But, yeah, worked out all the same. Carson will get its home game that the team has been gunning for for a while this season. As soon as they knew they had kind of punched their ticket to the, the playoffs, getting that home game was was important. Of course, we are taping this Monday morning, and they will be playing Monday night. Galena will be coming to Carson. Galena being the five seed, Carson being the four seed. The winner will take on number one, Reed, on Wednesday, and then the regional finals will be Saturday. Don't worry, Douglas fans. Y'all are dancing as well. The Tigers will be at Reno Monday afternoon. That's a 3.30 start. Douglas is the six seed. Reno is the three seed. Of course, your winner there will also play Wednesday. They will play at number two, McQueen. 
So if we take a look here, just a quick look against Galena, Carson has a 2-0 win and a 3-0 loss. So, of course, the home team has won both of those games. So do you think that's enough to give the Senators a very, very slight edge uh, this evening for this game? Or what do you think is going to be the the keys for this, for Carson coming into uh, this regional opener, knowing that they got a decent chance of getting into the regional semifinals? I think if you just take a look at the whole bracket, everybody has beat each other all the way through. So it doesn't matter which seed, which way. It, it's, it's the craziest thing that I think I've ever seen in, a, in, a, in an actual bracket. Specifically for the game tonight, the Galena team that came to Carson was not the same Galena team that I saw beat Carson at Galena first game of the season. Totally different team. And I don't know, I don't know if they're missing players. This is Galena, but and then Carson came supercharged because they were they were heading or trying to get to this playoff spot and and to secure a home home win. So um, I, I think Carson's got the edge just because more recency. Um, they were on a tear at the end of the season, and you know he can get hot when it's important. And at the end of the season, it was very important because they were sitting waiting for all these games to finish and still ended up in fourth. So that's a huge bonus for them. Yeah, Carson uh, wins four of their final five games, uh, obviously all league games to end the season. Uh, their one loss was to McQueen, who's the two seed. However, in that uh, that five-game stretch, they beat Reed, who's the one seed, who, you know, the winner of Carson Galena Monday night will play. And so it is... It is a jumbled mess is not the right term because that probably comes off a little more insulting than I mean it, but it is those top six are packed extremely close. And as I said, you know, I know I cover Douglas, so I don't mean this as any bias, but I would not be shocked at all if Douglas came out as the sixth seed and one, two games. I could very easily see Carson Douglas in the final. Yeah. yeah. Easy. It's totally possible. And that's what makes this particular regional playoff for me so exciting as yeah, far as soccer yeah. goes because it is wide open yeah. and that's not to say that there are other aren't other regions and other sports that have you know upset potential but this one is absolutely wide open yeah there's i i don't think the ranking matters in this one no i think the only the only perk if you will would be the buy and you play wednesday instead of monday and I mean, when everything's this close, the advantage is to people who play less games because you get a less likely chance of, I mean, if you flip a coin, right, how many times is it going to come up on heads? Well, the more you flip it, the less likely it's going to happen or it's going to be closer to 50-50. Uh-huh. And uh, if you're reading McQueen, you don't want 50-50. You want uh-huh. the biggest advantage you can get. Um, that league final will be Saturday. Uh, I'm sure everybody's aware of this already. You don't need to win the regional here to make the state tournament. Just got to make it to that regional final to get into the state tournament because they take the top four. So top two from the north, top two from the south. So for Carson Douglas, you got to win two games to get in. Wednesday will be the, uh, assuming you make it through Monday, Wednesday will be your your real do-or-die games. Obviously, everybody wants a regional championship. I'm not selling that short by any means. But as a four and a six seed, making the state would be an accomplishment um, regardless of the outcome in the regional final. So... Absolutely, things to plenty of things to keep an eye on. Uh, obviously, you can follow live updates from me on my Twitter account at Carter Eckel E C K L. There, I will have updates from both of those games Monday. Uh, maybe we'll get this this out Monday. You know, 
Might as well. Might as well. I'm, I'm making promises that we haven't even it'll, talked about I, yet. It'll be done. <laughs> All right. Over to the volleyball side of things. Actually, before we go to volleyball, I want to touch real quickly on regional football. Uh, Carson fell to Bishop Minogue last Friday, 63-17. Um, but as we were talking about here before we started, man, Carson put a scare into them in the first quarter and a half. Um, it was 14-14 at one point, and I was on the Carson sideline, which was uh, fired up, to say the least. And I can only imagine what life was like on the Minogue sideline. Granted, at some point in the second quarter, the Miners realized that their offense could not get stopped, and they scored 77 points against Carson the first time. They scored 63 the second time. It was they they knew at one point it was it was over. They scored pretty quickly, and it was 35-14, and 35 points was was probably the number Minogue knew it needed to hit, and then that leaves the whole second half for them to keep piling on. However, you can't look very far. You can't say anything without saying the kind of fight that Carson came into that game with. I mean, at two and eight. You never know with these regional playoffs knowing you're going against the one seed. It's the second year in a row Carson has played Minogue in the opening round, too. So, you know, not to <laughs> say anything, you know, too demeaning there, but you sometimes you just never know at the high school level what kind of team's going to show up on a weekly basis. And I'm pretty convinced that's the best half of football Carson has played in two years against the Minogue team in the first round. And, um, you know, to be down 35-17 at half uh, – to have 17 points on Minogue at half, I imagine uh, those halftime <laughs> locker rooms between the two teams were very different <laughs> on ends of the spectrum as far as what the messaging was from coaches. Um, however, Minogue, you know, like I said, did come out with that win 63 to 17. However, Carson ran for over 300 yards against them. I mean, if you're looking around the Northern 5A football playoffs, the two and nine senators might have just given you your blueprint on how to beat Bishop Minogue, which uh, if you've got the firepower, they're definitely teams in the north that do, <coughs> and one of their last names has fire in it. So, That's <laughs> true. You know, uh, there is something to be said there. Quentin Beck, excuse me, two hundred and fifty-one yards of rushing for the senators. Quentin Beck had nine carries for one hundred and fifty-four yards and two touchdowns. Of course, those two touchdowns were both of 70 yards plus. I believe it was 76 and 77 yards. And, um, you know, Coach Ryan Beauchard gave his senior tailback a huge shout-out after the game saying that neither of those two running plays were geared up to go where Quentin did. He just kind of read the play, saw, saw the way it broke, hit a hole, and bye bye And uh, that was that. those were pretty impressive to see, and you just – the life that it infused onto that sideline is honestly might've been, might've been, uh, you know, worth it all regardless of the outcome. Cause, uh, it just gave that, that team a level of belief that, um, you know, who knows where it was before, but once you see that happen once, everybody starts going, Oh wait, hang on a second. And everybody starts looking around like what's going on here. And, uh, it was, it was fun to watch even if the, the result at once, at you know one point in the second half kind of felt like it was destined to go that way anyways but we are going to switch over to the volleyball side um i want to just say you know uh congrats to our football teams to finishing up the year i know that neither one of them probably had the the season as far as wins and losses that they wanted but 
you know, definitely some, some good years for individuals. And I know it's not an individual sport, but definitely things for, for our athletes to still be proud of and happy with regardless of the final outcome on the season over to the volleyball ranks where we got our, we got our rivalry matchup in the first round. Carson Douglas are going to meet there to kick off the Northern 5A Regional Volleyball Tournament. Douglas will, of course, be back at Carson Tuesday at 6 p.m. That will be a rematch from Thursday. Was it last Thursday when they played? I can't. I, I, I believe. I can't no, 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 no. Football, football was Thursday. It was Wednesday. Right, it had to be Wednesday. Football was Thursday because Friday is Nevada Day. So uh, Wednesday, uh, Douglas came up and spoiled Carson Senior Night. Beat him 3-1. Made up for Carson beating them three one down in Minden, and now they get to go at it again Tuesday. And uh, somebody's season's going to end. I mean, it, it breaks down as simple as that. Unfortunately for for somebody, but that's also what makes the postseason great, in my opinion. And I have a feeling we're not going to see a three one game. Though. No, I think we're going five. I wouldn't be surprised if the fifth set ended fifteen to thirteen, yeah, or extended further than that. Yeah. I imagine both teams are going to be pretty fired up, and uh, absolutely both teams are going to be wanting to to win that game all and above. I mean, neither team can make could make the state tournament, and yet if you tell one of them their playoff route is going to include beating Douglas or beating Carson, they might, might just take it. So <laughs> something plenty to watch there. Of course, whoever wins that is going to have to go to Bishop Minogue and get through the one seed. Uh, neither team has really come close to beating the minors yet this year. They've played well. Both teams have looked, you know, shown that the minors are beatable, but uh, haven't, haven't, you know, be, put, the miners in a position where they look like they can be beaten on a night. However, welcome to o- late October. So November tomorrow. Yeah, true, very true. Uh, Dayton was the one seed in three A. They held on um, despite losing to uh, Fernley in their season finale. So they in the year twenty four and seven, six and four in uh, class three A league play. They will get a couple of buys here. I moved my bracket somewhere where I cannot find it now, but they will get a couple buys. They will just go Friday, Saturday. Um, Dayton, of course, now with that opening round buy is one win away from making the state tournament, which is exactly what that volleyball team's plan was. And of course, on the 3A side, Sierra Lutheran's the two seed, and they are one win away from making it to uh, the state tournament as well. So they fell to Colville in their regular season finale, which I thought had tiebreak influences. Uh, it didn't because Sierra Lutheran is the two seed. Colville's the four seed. They had the same league record, same as Pyramid Lake, who is the three seed. Uh, thankfully for Sierra Lutheran's purposes, they have beaten both Pyramid Lake and Sage Ridge, who play each other in the first round. Obviously, that winner will be at Sierra Lutheran. Um, keep in mind those regional semifinals and regional finals Saturday. Both games are the regional semis and the regional finals will be played Saturday, and they will all be played at Sierra Lutheran. So if you are in town and want a little uh, something to to watch on Saturday, that is definitely worth checking out there because that should be uh, fun. And then it's always cool to see teams punch their tickets to state. That, that never gets old to see the excitement there. 
Real quickly, I will go back to soccer. I didn't mention Douglas Boys Soccer is into the 3A regional playoffs as the sixth seed. Uh, they will take on McQueen in the first round, who's the three seed. The winner will play Elko uh, at Truckee on Friday. The opening round games are Thursday. Uh, Douglas will have their hands full, though. McQueen has beaten them twice this year, and most recently 4 nothing. So um, Douglas Boys Soccer is in. They they grabbed that last playoff spot. Um, five of those six teams came from Douglas' side of uh, 3A North. Um, whereas, But, of course, your, your one seed is from uh, South Tahoe there, and then Bishop Minogue and Truckee are your four and five. So Thursday... Um, for those Douglas soccer fans, they will play at McQueen to kick off the regional post season. Otherwise, I think we've run through everything we've got coming up this week. Uh, like I said, be sure to stay tuned to our websites as there's going to be a whole bunch of coverage there. And uh, that starts tonight. So looking forward to it. There's going to be uh, – Plenty to read, plenty to do, plenty to watch, and um, hopefully we will get some more storylines out of that. But otherwise, thank you for listening. This has been episode 50 of Behind the Bench. It's pretty cool to say that. And thank you for everybody who's who's listened thus far, and uh, we hope you keep listening. And that's going to do it for the episode. this episode. Uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Take it easy. Take it easy.